0: Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us for another podcast, another episode of Doug and Renee, Married Life. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Married Life.
1: Married life
0: Married life Married life, okay So we'll just keep this train rolling right along Uh, Today is the fourth Sunday in the month of, I believe, April So as has been our custom for the past couple of years When we get to the last um, Sunday, we like to seal our topic in prayer Or with prayer And we've been talking about faith and trust For the previous three Previous three Sundays Excuse me And so this week we are going to um, Wrap up Faith and trust and then we'll seal it With a prayer And then we will stand by and see what the Lord says for uh, Next week's podcast uh, What the topic will be But we just wanted to um, Again seal this with Faith and trust. Seal seal it with prayer. Faith and trust. And so I just wanted to start off with a scripture. And it's Luke 16, 10 through 12 in the New Living Translation. And this talks about faith. We've been talking about trust, I think, for the last I think we talked about trust more than we did faith. And so uh, for the last three weeks, but I would like to uh just uh, give you what the Lord gave me, and then we'll see what happens, see where we go. Uh, Luke sixteen ten through 12, the NLT translation reads um, this way. If you are faithful in little things, you'll be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? In the NIV version, same scripture. And
1: and if I could chime in just for a quick second, for those who don't know, NLT stands for New Living Translation. Oh, okay. And he's getting ready to read from the NIV, and that's your new international
0: version. Okay, thank you. Uh, Same scripture, Luke 16, 10 through 12. 16, 10 through 12. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, worldly wealth, excuse me, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? And so I when God gave me that scripture, I was meditating and praying. And one of the things he um, laid on my heart was just, you know, real world examples of if somebody, you know, we are, you know, a lot of people working from home. And um, let's just say somebody is not working from home, but they need a person's car who is working from home. And the person loaned you their car. You know, they're being nice. They loan you their car. You know, put gas in it when you return it. Clean it when you return it. You know, I think you should uh, return something better than how you found it if somebody is loaning you something. And, you know, that's what the scripture says. If you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So, you know, you have to, I look at everything as an opportunity to show God, i ain't going to say I look at everything. That's that's a strong statement. I try to, to the best of my ability, to say to myself when I'm out, how would I handle, you know, handling somebody else's um, property? And, you know, in the shopping cart at the, at the uh, supermarket, I put the shopping cart back. Um, we've lived in various neighborhoods where people take the shopping cart. You know, when you go shopping at the groceries or Target or wherever, you have a shopping cart. We've lived in various neighborhoods throughout our marriage where some people just take the shopping cart and keep it moving. They don't take it back. They don't, they they bypass the parking lot and use it as their own personal shopping cart. So if you've grown up in the city like we did, we grew up in New York, there actually is a shopping cart that you take to the grocery store and you put your groceries in it, and then you know you bring it back home. You paid for that cart, mm-hmm. but the cart I'm talking about is the shopping cart that's it's in the store. you know it has the store logo on it, and that's the, the cart you've been you know using around the store and so after you pay for your groceries or whatever, you just keep that cart and keep walking to your apartment or your condo or home wherever and that's being dishonest. If you again, if you can't be trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? And in the context of marriage, we all
1: belong to God. So if you are not being trustworthy with the child that God gave you, meaning your spouse, which is a child of God, I look at it as you know, if you're single if you can't be trusted, God's not going to give you a spouse if you can't take good care of your spouse um, within the ministry that you're called to do, whether it's a wife or whether it's a husband. And so we are not our own. We belong to the Lord. So that means our spouse belongs to the Lord. And we need to be trustworthy with how we um, handle our spouse, how we deal with our spouse Um because we're going to be held accountable for that
0: as well. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my shopping cart analogy because I, was, I wasn't quite done. But I, I saw that, and I saw a gentleman when I was going to the gym earlier. He was going to the store with a shopping cart. And, you know, he was crossing the street and I saw him. I don't know if he was bringing the shopping cart back to the store or if he already had the shopping cart. But I thought to myself, and again, with this topic is, huh, interesting. I wonder if he's taking that shopping cart back to the store. I wonder if he, you know, his conscience got the best of him. And he said, I used it the way I, you know, I borrowed it. I took it. Probably further than the the, the grocery store mm-hmm. wanted me to take it, and now I'm bringing it back. And maybe I maybe he was I,
1: a good Samaritan and found the cart.
0: Yeah, it, it could be a it could be a, 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 a myriad of or a plethora of reasons why he took the cart back. But that, it was just the way my mind was working. I, and I was I thought about this, you know, we were going to talk about it for um, the podcast, and I'm like, this is. Interesting. And then when I went to the gym, I saw, you know, people not putting the weights back. That's one thing I try to do. Just my PSA. I try to put, if I'm using weights, I try to put them back where they belong to the best of my ability. And so when I saw, I guess it was the manager or the owner of the gym, um, she came in and she was just moving and grooving and putting stuff back. And I was like, you know, if you believe in God for a business, or you believe in God for, you know, a spouse, whatever it may be you're believing God for, how do you treat what God has already put in your hand or given you access to, you know? And, and and it's just, I thought it was very interesting or intriguing, you know, today where I saw those examples and I I was like, and I always remember, I told our granddaughter this, I know I've told our sons this, and I said, if somebody Borrow's if somebody allows you to borrow something or if you borrow something from someone, always return it better than how they gave it to you. Don't mess it up and, you know, abuse it and then be like, oh, I'm giving it back to you. No, somebody gave you something or let you use it, had faith in you. You know, just be treat other people's property as if it was your own. To go back to your analogy with the. Uh, with the marriage, we're all God's children, so for faith and trust, there are some scriptures we can give you uh Romans six twenty two and twenty three um that that's one uh for trust it's uh proverbs three five and six uh psalms one eighteen and eight
1: um, and I'd like to read the trust scriptures oh okay. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Um, It's important a lot of times um, to... Our own understanding will lead us wrong. We will understand something to be one way when it could be another way. And God wants us to trust Him with all of our heart. And if we trust Him, then we can have faith that he's going to work it out for our good. Psalms 118 and 8 says it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. A lot of times we uh we put our trust in people and you know people are human. They they make mistakes, they have flaws, we all do. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We we all uh, have shortcomings. We all have things. And so when you trust man, sometimes you're going to be disappointed. But that's why in Psalms 118.8, it says it's better to trust in the Lord. So if you're having a challenging time in your marriage, maybe you can't totally trust in your spouse, but you have to trust God. So if God gives you a word that says to hold on to be steadfast, unmovable. If God says to wait, if the God, if God says to stay, if God says, you know, don't worry, then you can trust God's word. And He says that in all his, all of His word, be steadfast and unmovable. He tells us to wait upon the Lord. He tells us to be patient in the fruit of the spirit. Um, so we have to trust God, and we have to trust His word. And it's always good to. Um, get you what what they like to call in, in Bible school, get you a, it is written. Um, and that is find you a scripture or promise in the Bible that you can lean on, or you can call up, you can read to give you the strength to get through whatever you're going through so that you can trust in God. Um, the next scripture is Isaiah 12 and 2 behold God is my salvation I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song he also becoming become my salvation so again that's just trusting in in, in God and believing that he's going to save you from whatever situation that you're dealing with um, Faith scriptures Matthew 17 and 20. Um Hebrews eleven and six without faith it's impossible to please god romans fifteen thirteen that God I hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost so those are just some scriptures um on trust and faith um and if you want to give them a few more faith scriptures
0: um well in second corinthians one nine 9- Through 10 in the King James Version, it talks about um, trusting in God again. But we had this sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from such great a death, and doeth deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. And then in the NLT Version, New Living Translation, it says, um, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stop relying on ourselves and learn to rely only on God who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. So, again, this this is just going back to what you were saying earlier about trusting in God and not trusting in yourselves, not trusting in our um, power not trusting in who we know or our hookups or whatever, our bank account, our looks, whatever it may be. um, If we put in, if we put our trust in anything other than God, it will surely um, fail at some point in time. Mm -hmm. And so it won't last because we are, you know, it goes back to building your house, you know, on sand, and I'm not going to deviate from our topic, but you know, you, if you just put your trust in anything other than God at some point in time, you will be disappointed. And not to say God won't disappoint you, but then the scripture goes to all things work together for the good of them, because there are certain times where we all thought God was going to do something or deliver us or get us out of a jam, and he did not. And the way we, he did not deliver us or get us out the way we thought we should get out. And so there may, be, have, there may be some disappointment in that aspect. But God, you know, came through in the clutch. And as they say in church, he may not come when you want him.
1: But he's right on time.
0: Yes. And so we just wanted to, um, again, seal this with giving you some faith and trust scriptures and hopefully my little anecdote of the shopping cart Help somebody. Maybe you'll put the shopping carts back at the grocery Mm -hmm. store and won't ding my car. No, I'm just, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. But I did get a car dig. That that shopping cart went flying across the parking lot, just dig my car. This Mm -hmm. was this was in the winter. Um, But yeah, return the shopping carts. But anyway, uh, (laughs) that's all I wanted to say on that. So, anything you wanted to say before we?
1: No, I was just gonna say, just treat stuff the way you want your own personal stuff to be treated. Be faithful over the little things, and appreciate the little things. Um, be faithful over your spouse. Appreciate your spouse. Appreciate the the things that your spouse does, and remember that they're on loan to you from God. And you know, the main idea in this. Christian walk is to live the way God wants us to live, so not the main idea, but part of it is when we are done with this life, we want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant, and that's going to require you to be faithful over the things that God has given you, the responsibilities, the people, your children. You are responsible and you are going to be held
0: accountable for how you
1: handle the things that God has given you.
0: I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that before. Your spouse is on loan to you from God. I was when you said that I started it hit me. Then I started thinking, have I ever heard anybody say that? And then I started thinking, huh, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Your spouse is on loan to you from God. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think huh. the reason why that,
1: I've heard that before in, in grief counseling that kind of helped with me with navigating the loss of our son, Andrew, uh, okay. is that your children are on loan to you. If our children are on loan to us, our spouses are on loan to us. We we are all on this earth just for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So we don't get to keep anything forever. So everything is on loan. <laughs> okay. um, and so our children, our spouses, I don't have a scripture to back that up. But, you know, I, the scripture that comes to mind um, that may... Help people understand is to everything. There's a time and a season. A time to be born and a time to die. Mm-hmm. So we're all not going to be here forever. So we're all here on borrowed time. So that we're our spouses, our children, and the things that God give us is just for an appointed time. It's just alone.
0: Hmm. Okay. I I just never heard. I like I said. I never heard anybody say that before about your spouse. Some people are like, yeah, I want to give my spouse back. So (laughs) loan up. So uh, this ain't
1: this ain't a lease to own.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So as 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 our custom, again, we're going to seal this subject with prayer, faith and trust. So if you are um, have your spouse and I'm kind of talking real slow, I forgot you could just press pause and, you know, go grab your spouse but we definitely want to pray uh, for husbands and wives and anyone who's listening to the podcast to, that God will um, strengthen your faith, strengthen your trust in Him, uh, your faith in Him, your trust in Him, and that you lean not to your own lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge Him in all your ways and He'll direct your path. I'm not praying. I'm just. I I looked over at you
1: because I'm like, it sounds like you're praying. Did
0: we we start? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm sorry. But we just, again, I I was trying to stall for time. I don't know why, because people can just press pause and come back and listen to the podcast. So with that being said, um, if you have your spouse, dear, can you lead us into the prayers of the faith and the trust?
1: Sure. Go ahead and bow your heads as a sign of... Submitting unto God. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. God, before we ask you for anything, we just want to acknowledge your sovereignty. We want to acknowledge your majesty. We want to acknowledge your greatness. You are the great I am. You are the mighty God. You are our everlasting Father. And for that, we pause. We take a moment to acknowledge you and to praise you, God. God, we thank you for waking us up and blessing us to see another day. God, we thank you for trusting Doug and Renee with this podcast, God. We don't take it for granted and we don't take it lightly, God. Father, we thank you, God, for just blessing us to open our eyes, blessing us to open our mouths, blessing us to have breath. If someone, those who are listening to this podcast, thank you for blessing them with the ability to hear God. God, we pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus, God, that you would forgive us of anything we said, anything we thought, anything we did that wasn't pleasing to you, God. We want to come to you with clean hands and a pure heart. God, create in us a, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, God. Father, I lift up every listener to you, God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would help them in the area of faith, God. You said faith without works is dead, being alone, God. But those who come to you must believe that you are and that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, God. It's faith that moves you, God. It is faith that connects us to you, God. God, if anyone's listening, who's not saved, who who Has not um, come into the faith of accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, God. We pray right now that they would repent and that they would ask Jesus Christ into their life, God, so that they can understand this faith walk, God. God, if anyone has backslidden, God, and their faith has fallen apart for whatever reason, God, would you be so kind to restore their faith, God, and restore their trust in you, God? If trust has been broken in marriages, Would you restore marriages, the hope, the trust, and the faith in you, God, first and foremost? And in each other, God. Father, we thank you for blessing each marriage that's listening to this podcast. We pray that you would bless them so that they would learn to trust you and trust one another, God. Bless them and enlarge their faith, God. Bless them to have faith in you and to walk after you, God, and to lean not to their own understanding, but in all their way. Acknowledge you so that you can direct their path, God. Father, we thank you for being in the midst of everyone listening, God. Bless them and strengthen them, God, as they walk this faith walk and continue to trust you, God, even in the moments when they cannot trace you, God. Let them still trust you, God. Build trust in the name of Jesus and strengthen each and every husband and wife and the singles, anyone listening to this podcast in Jesus' name.
0: And Lord, we just... I stand our faith, touch and agree with everything Renee just said, and I just pray your will be done. Your word says you've you've given unto every man a measure of faith. So I pray that for everyone who's listening to this podcast, let us exercise our faith. Whatever the measure is that you've given each of each of us individually, we've all been given a measure of faith. So I pray that we exercise our faith, that we step out on faith. So for some that's starting a business, for some that's getting married, for some that's moving into a house, for some that's going back to school, whatever it may be, I pray that their measure of faith is being exercised, that this subject, trust in faith, faith and trust has been ignited something. It is, uh, it has restored their faith. It is, uh, put a fire in them and just reignited their faith and just their hope and their trust in you. So I thank you that as a confirmation you've given us, you know, things the the birds and the and the elements outside just to see what's going on and how you have blessed us and how you've kept us. If you've kept the birds, if you've kept the squirrels, if you've kept the fowl, if you've kept all the animals, surely you will keep your children. And for that we say thank you. So I pray, again, touch and agree with everything Renee said, that we not put our trust in each other, but we put our trust in you. We we thank you, Father, for our spouses. We thank you for everything you've done for us, but we want to make sure that we put our hope and trust in you, and as we lean not to our own understanding, you said you would direct our path. So bless us as we come closer to our spouses, as we pray with our spouses, as we fast with our spouses. As we love our spouses, I pray that you bring us closer. And so our trust level will go up. It will increase and you will uh, bring uh, unity to marriages. And so I thank you for the unity in marriages that we're becoming one. And let us not be weary in well-doing because in due season, we'll reap if we faint not. And we just seal this prayer in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us.